What's up, everybody? And welcome to the latest edition of the Take the Shot podcast. It is Zay and Teddy on the mics for this episode as we finally got through week six. Um, wow. Uh, some interesting games this past week. Some upsets. Um, some teams not looking so hot. Some teams that are rising up through the ranks a little bit that you may not have expected. Some we know. Great quarterback play. I think you know who those teams may be. But a lot of the teams we thought were going to be good may be scaling back more than we thought going into this first quarter of the season being done. Um, Before we get into talking about the NFL and football and everything else, we got to get into the real stuff first. Teddy Main, how you doing? What up, man? I'm good. Uh, We finally got through our stretch of five games in seven weeks. Get about a month off, get a little breather, have a three-day weekend this week, reverse three-day weekend. I'm off Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, I can't complain, man. Life is good. My family's good. I'm good. Um, everything's good, nice. man. Minus, uh, I, I think I may have possibly broken my toe on the edge of the bed earlier. Like, <laughs> can't put pressure on the right side of my right foot. So, hey, but... I woke up to see the 24th. I'm blessed. I'm ready to go. I'm excited to be back. Appreciate you holding it down last week. That was a that was an awesome episode. Holding it down last week for week six and week five review. So I appreciate that. Man, how are you, man? How's life treating how's life treating the the king, man? Oh man, it's good. It's good. My subjects have been treating me well. No. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I had subjects. I have a boss like everybody else, so uh, I can't say that yet. But uh, things have been good. I've been enjoying the fact that sports are in full swing, man. NBA started last night. We got the baseball postseason. Um, NFL, like I said, is a quarter way through, almost a third of the way through the season. Um, we've got everything going on right now. College football, obviously, we had some big games last week. Huge ups. And Alabama, Tennessee. Ooh, oh, buddy. man. Dude, about deep defense. What's defense? I've never heard of it. <laughs> never seen it before. Her. Never heard of her. <laughs> uh, so we have to, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. It feels like there's some normalcy back when, when sports, when all the sports come back. Even hockey's back. So I'm enjoying it. Definitely. Work is good. Work is the normal grind. I can't complain. Um, we went for the Astros today. When it's recorded, we're playing game one, baby. ALCS. Yeah. So Ooh. go Strohs. Go Strohs. Go Strohs. Um, we're going to talk with the NFL on this podcast. We're going to start with some teams that are in trouble that we need to, I mentioned a little bit earlier. So starting off, there was a team that was in the Super Bowl this past year. Um, and in my opinion, even though they won, yeah, yes, they, they beat the, the Saints, they came back, but I think the Bengals may have a little bit of, you know, a little bit of turbulence going on here, and I can explain a little bit why, and my boy Teddy can let me know if I'm a little off kilter, or maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I got a little few things right, so the first thing I want to say is, if you look at the first half of that game, Bro, like, I've never seen a more basic offense in my life. I mean, Tomball High School had a similar kind of offense to that. <laughs> it, looked, it looked very vanilla. Um, a lot of three-step drops from Burrow. Um, basically fade routes and slant routes the entire time. And there were barely any points scored in the, second, in the first half. I did not see a lot of creativity from Zach Taylor. As a matter of fact... I don't even know what Zach Taylor is even good at. Like, look, is, he's an offensive coach, right? Because if he is, I can't really tell. Um, you can say, mind, he was a quarterback at uh, Nebraska, so he's definitely offensive-minded for sure. 
well, I, I need to see something a little more than what he's showing. Now, they did pick up points, I want to say, in the second half. And you can say a little bit is due to the protection that Burrow was getting, which was the theme last year. And then, they, you know, the whole story where they brought in these linemen, paid everybody, and he's still getting hit a lot. But I want to say, just looking at that game, I, Burrow's getting a little bit of a happy, little happy feet to me. It looks like yeah. he's getting a little antsy. And not letting a lot of these things develop. So I don't know, maybe if that's more a coach or is that quarterback? Um, and as he got more comfortable in the second half, he was able to let plays develop a little bit more, a little more, bit more meet intermediate routes. Um, Jamar Chase, you know, broke a tackle actually and ran for a long touchdown on a short yardage play. So that began to kind of click a little bit more. But in my opinion, especially with the number of points they gave up to the Saints, this team is not really a deep run playoff team yet and i don't know if they're going to be able to solve these problems um especially in the division they're in even though the ravens are maybe going to be talked about shortly here about in the category that we're speaking of and teams may be in trouble but i just don't know i don't see that spark and that wow factor that i did towards the end of last year's playoffs so i think they're in trouble man what what, what do you think about these Bengals team i mean they're big the big negative right now with them, I agree. I think I agree with everything you said. I think Burrow, I mean, I would get happy feet too if I've been sacked that many times over the last season and a quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's just getting destroyed. Obviously, it does take time to gel, but you're six games in. So I don't know if they need to go to a different scheme. Maybe they need to run sprint a little bit more sprint outs or, you know, quick passes off the ball. It didn't hurt. It didn't. It doesn't help that T. Higgins has been hurt. He came back yeah. last weekend. It showed that it helped. Um, it frees up Chase. Definitely frees up Tyler Boyd, um, and you know all their other weapons. Mixon hasn't been great. Um, he was better last year, and O line was supposed to be worse. He's just not this, not yeah. as good. I guess I don't want to say he's like fell off or anything, but he's just. Um, not as productive as he's been in years past. Um, they're already 0-2 in the division. I think that's the biggest thing you got to worry about. They've already lost to the Ravens. They've already lost to the Steelers. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they do get the Browns twice. Who knows how the Browns are going to look? I mean, the Browns could easily be winning this division. I mean, a couple of their games, they've, you know, they've lost by a little bit. They do have the best point differential in the division, not by much. Um, we'll mm-hmm. get to the other team, I think, in a second. As far as the, I mean, that division's up for grabs. Like, if Kenny Pickett, you know, comes back healthy, obviously I know he got hurt, the concussion maybe out. Mm-hmm. Steelers aren't terrible. The Browns, if they stay close to five hundred, and you got Deshaun the last seven weeks of the season, who knows? Um, wild. I forget. You keep forgetting I know, about that. Man. I mean, looking at their schedule, and I you know, real quick, I just trying to pull it up i'm trying to see but i just i don't know if they're gonna i mean they they're gonna play the ravens again they play steelers again and play the browns twice like i don't know how many of those games are gonna win um it's just one of those they play the falcons this week who actually aren't bad yeah no kidding right like that was wild Uh, but they do have a decent pass rush which they haven't had in a couple years i'd be Interesting to see that game. That's probably one of the watchable games of week seven. Um, I don't know. I mean, we picked them to win the division. I still like the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're they're off. They're weird too. It's just it's just a weird division this year. I like that division is supposed to, was supposed to be great. 
two team race and it's still they're they're, they're still the top two teams, but they just don't look that good. Yeah, I'd 100% agree. That's it's a similar division would be like, you know, the AFC West, right? Oh, Russell Wilson, and they're going to be great in the best quarterback division in football with Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, you know, Mahomes and all of them. And, you know, and look where they're ending up right now. Josh Herbert and none of them look really good either. So, yeah, I'd agree with you about the AFC North. It just, I, I just, I just don't know. And speaking of the AFC North, that brings up the next team that I'll put on my list here, teams that may be in trouble is the Baltimore Ravens. Now, we'll go on the record and, and say that before. I picked, you know, Lamar Jackson's my sleeper MVP pick. But if he keeps missing Mark Andrews over the middle on these 20, 25-yard uh, team routes, I swear to God, I'm throwing my remote. Like, <laughs> like he, he misses the deep ball so much on open receivers. It's just starting to get on my nerves. Like, this man would already have, like, 25 touchdowns. Okay, not that many. But you get my point, like... <laughs> on these on these uh passes he's doing everything else well i think this team is is uh, middling maybe i guess you could say they look really good sometimes or in the first half and then the second half they're kind of just like ah we don't know what to do they've stopped our first game plan we're kind of stuck but you can only get away with for so long missing some of the some of the passes that lamar has and it worries me because I mean I thought Lamar this is gonna be the year, man. You got this is you you bet on yourself. You pulled a Kirk Cousins. You're like, all right, I'm not signing the deal. The worst thing I can happen is a franchise tag. You know when it comes to my money if I don't get the extension after this year. But you got to be able to hit the deep ball and you got to look spectacular if you want that spectacular 100% guaranteed contract, which is what I think that he wants. Um, I, I think that this team may be in trouble. This team is gonna go, in my opinion, as far as Lamar Jackson's accuracy goes in the pocket. Right, we know he can run. I think Greg Roman is is good enough as offensive coordinator. I think he in the second half can be a little predictable, which is why the Ravens get in so so much trouble at the end of games. Like they'll blow a team out in the first half and then they'll all come all the way back. Um I, I don't I don't know if it's sustainable if Lamar keeps missing these deep balls and the play calling from Greg Roman stays the way it is. Do you think they're in trouble? I think they're in trouble. He can't keep playing like the way he is. Like, look, look, he's got, you know, he's very middle to bottom of the pack. I mean, he's got Brissett, um, Jared Goff, Garoppolo, all have more passing yards than him. He averages seven yards a pass. Mm-hmm. He's got 13 touchdowns, six interceptions, but he's also got one lost fumble. So he's basically got seven turnovers. Um, is QBR rate is only 93, you know, out of 150, whatever. I mean, yeah, that'll sound like 51 yards rushing. That was like $300 million money to me. That's the, that's yeah, nothing. like he, and it, they're weird. They're, they're such a weird team because they come out, they fire, they go up, and they've done it four, four out of the last five games. They go up, and then for some reason, either the defenses figure out, like if it feels like one of those teams where, they script the first 15 to 30, like 25 plays, and they're the greatest team that's ever walked on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, when the defenses adjust to, hey, this is what Lamar's doing today, this is what they're going to do, this is how they're lining up when they're going to run, they just can't move the ball. And then, like you said, he's got to hit those receivers. I mean, he missed Devin Duvernay wide. Yeah. Open. 
why wide open? I cannot, I could not believe how wide open Duvernay was. And I mean, granted, he doesn't have Rashad Bateman as number one. You can make an argument mm-hmm. as Rashad Bateman a number one receiver remains to be seen. But if you're going to bet on yourself, you need to hit Devin Duvernay on a streak route wide open. You need to hit Mark Andrews streaking across the middle wide open, creating separation, which is what you need as a not, you know, so accurate quarterback. You can't be airmailing these passes like that. You just can't do that. It's not a recipe for success. I picked him as one of the best teams in the league starting out. Clearly they're not in that class. I think they're in trouble. That being said, I mean, if I had to pick one of these two teams, one of the division, I know the Bengals did it last year. There's just something wrong with them. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. a hangover. I don't know what it is. I'm betting with a healthier Bateman, with a healthier J.K. Dobbins, with Kenny and Drake coming with a one-two punch. I think the Ravens will win the division. Um, I don't think they're going to get far in the playoffs, though, because um, I don't think they're one of the two to four best teams in the conference. So, yeah, I take that with what it may be, but. Yeah, my, my AFC championship is looking real. Well, one of them is looking good with the Bills. I mean, I don't think anyone questions about their legitimacy, but I had to play the Ravens in the AFC championship. And uh, I don't know about that one, uh, especially with the Ravens' pass defense, too. The Ravens' pass defense has not been good. Um, it, it, it's getting better, uh, I guess you could say, but it still has not been at a championship level. Or yeah, And the secondary is level. good, but mm-hmm. when you're giving your quarterback – 35 minutes to find an open receiver like your defense your your coverage is gonna break down someone's gonna mm-hmm. get open just because you're not getting any pass rush you know yeah that's a that's a, that's a great point i mean you go to cover for so long every, in the nfl everybody's fast y'all like it's everybody's fast so the receiver is going to get open eventually you can't can't cover forever um speaking about someone who can't hit receivers or Maybe was a little bit distracted over this past weekend going to his uh, favorite owner's wedding, uh, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I'll let you go first, man. What what in the world happened? What they All right, First and foremost, happened? I know we're trying to make this short and sweet, but I don't blame the rest for a lot of things. But that passing, that rough oh, passing yeah. call against the Falcons who had all the momentum in the world in that game. Yeah. He woke up, came back, clearly probably would have beat them if that call didn't go. And that, that was one of the worst. call for driving into the ground was such – oh, man. I mean, it was – I was so angry. It was bull. Like, it was bull. <laughs> it, yeah, it was, it was stupid. It was reckless. I could not believe it. But this – if he came back and he's doing this thing where he's not practicing on Wednesday, he's going to weddings on Friday, and then you want to yell at your offensive line, get out. I don't care who yeah. you are, man. Get out of here. If you're not going to sit there and be with me in the trenches Monday through Friday, if you're going to be doing all this and that, you probably should have stayed retired. Maybe you wouldn't have got divorced. Maybe you wouldn't be going out in lackluster f- fashion. Like, Granted, he's not having a horrible year. I mean, he's only has mm-hmm. eight touchdowns, but he only has one interception. You know, their problem is is the thirty second in rushing. Like, yeah, they have no rushing attack besides Fournette, and that's only really in the red zone area. They have a great defense. They're they're ranked eighth in defense right now in the league. Offense is bottom twenty. 
Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. You know, you can't you can't win with that formula in this day and age in NFL. Um, he doesn't have a receiver. Julio Jones got hurt. Everyone was all like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh my god, they got Julio Jones." You knew. Wait, eighteen seconds. You knew. He's gone. <laughs> You've seen it. It's wild. It's wild to me that everyone was getting hyped, and now uh, I think they signed someone today, right? Or no, was that, no, that was the Ravens. The Ravens signed yeah. your boy Deshaun. Deshaun Jackson, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to think of Tampa. I agree 100% what you're saying about the whole yelling at me thing, man. I wish you would get in my face when I seen you on Twitter and Instagram all over the place. Taking pictures with your old team buddies from the Super Bowl and your old owner and everything. Like, come on, man. Like he he even the funny thing is he even mentioned this in on his radio show. He's like, I gotta I can only miss so many birthdays and weddings, and I think it's the right time for me to retire. He literally said that when he retired, and then he comes back, does it anyway. It goes to a, a wedding or obviously Robert Kraft's wedding and then comes back and go yell at everybody else for not doing their job. Man, wow, it, yeah, it, it's it is. It's, it's childish and it's selfish. And I, I agree that um, the defense is carrying them, which is kind of expected with Todd Bowles now in charge over, you know, Bruce Arians. The defense is, is, is going to be sharp, going to be in place. And I guess they've just pretty much given the offense to Brady altogether. And this run game is just nowhere to be found. Uh, and Brady needs that right now. Brady needs the offense to be fired on all cylinders for him to be able to do what he needs to do now. Because obviously he's going playing, you know, beach volleyball on the weekends, I guess, before a football game. So uh, Tampa's in that list of teams we think could be in trouble. It's the NFC South, though. So they're going to be in it till the very end. I don't think they'll play themselves out of it. I mean, the most they have to worry about, I guess, is, you know, the, the Falcons. And, you know, the Saints can be a little bit, too. But, um, yeah, I, I still it's. They may be in trouble, but hopefully they can pull out that division. I, I think they can anyway, but it's on shaky ground, shaky ground. And the last team I want to bring up here, the team's in trouble. Every year, man, every year, I swear to God, if I hear another story about Aaron Rodgers mad at somebody, I, <laughs> every year, it's been, I, swear, I, I think, I can't remember a season where Aaron Rodgers wasn't happy about something and I heard about it on, on some sports channel. Um, if you're not familiar, I'm talking about the Packers, where they ended up losing um, last week, and, and and Aaron Rodgers like, well, I think we need to to simplify the offense, you know, for some of these guys. That's that's just not what you say. First, you're calling the team, I guess, the receiver stupid, or or I guess the the, the scheme terrible. If we need to simplify it. I think that's such a cop out. I think it's another era of the Packers will end up probably making the playoffs, getting eliminated early, and everybody's going to say Aaron Rodgers did his job, but it's just the team. It's just the team. I think they're a bunch of fakers. Uh, they're they're going to win some games because Aaron Rodgers still produces on the field, but he's going to blame everybody else. Is this team in trouble? Will this team even win the division uh, with the Vikings looking the way they are? What do you think? No, I think the Vikings are clear-cut the best team in that division. Can't believe I said that. I did pick. We did pick him <laughs> at the beginning of the year, saying, "Yep." But when your top receiver, and this is no disrespect at all to Robert Tunyon, but when your leading receiver is Robert Tunyon with twenty-seven receptions, two hundred nineteen yards, and a touchdown, not great. Obviously, Romano Dobbs is right behind him. Um, literally one reception that has more yards, 
But he's throwing to a bunch of – he's got two rookies in Dobbs and um, Watson. And then mm-hmm. he's got – who's not even – I think he's still hurt. Cobb just got hurt. Uh, yeah, he's out for a few you weeks. Got, you got, yeah, you got Lazard and Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Those have been your receivers, you know. Christian <laughs> Watson's basically played a game. He didn't get a reception last, you know, last week. Mm-hmm. Rodgers has got 1,400 yards and nine touchdowns, but he's also got three picks and he's lost like three fumbles. So he's he's got like four, six turnovers, I believe. Like they're just not good. Their defense is not good. They lost a Bailey Zappy, and then they turn around yeah. and then they lose to Zach Wilson Jones and Zach Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> Who's unbelievable? Who's yeah, he's great. Oh man, I'm coming a fan. Dude. I just like watching him play. He's he's, he's, he's baller. He's baller. Hey, he's, yeah. he's got that. He's got that dog in him. You know, if you oh, know what I mean, dog. you know what we I mean. Know we got hit. Yeah, we know we got that dog in him. <laughs> I just, man, I just don't see it with them. I mean, I just, I don't think. I think they'll make the playoffs just because the NFC is really, really weak this year. Because mm-hmm. um, you're gonna have a random team like the Giants are probably gonna make the playoffs. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, you're gonna get two teams out the NFC East for sure. Yeah, cow. The Cowboys will probably make it with Dak Hill. You know the Eagles are. They have the easiest schedule in the league. The Vikings will win. I mean, you could make an argument if Tampa just completely collapses. Like Atlanta or the Saints are there for the take. Yeah, yeah. The Saints get you know the Saints get Jameis back. I think this week. Um, the Rams aren't good either. I mean, that's another team we didn't mention, but God, they're bad. Stafford is not good. Stafford's like, getting beat up. Beat up. Yeah, it's, it's crazy if people figured out he's still the same Matt Stafford. He just had an elite. I think o- yep. uh, Odell Beckham like helped a lot. I mean, it helped having a healthy Cam Akers. He's on the outs with that team. That team's just weird. Shama Vey's a loser. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened. He, he he lost control of the team or something. Like I don't understand. Yeah, like I, weird. Yeah, I don't get it. But, I don't get it. I mean, right now the Rams, Packers, and Cowboys are in. Um, you know the Falcons. I mean, don't count out the Seahawks, man. Geno's balling. <laughs> Gino. Like you can't you can't knock out Geno. It sounds weird, but like you know, you know what the crazy thing is right now that I'm looking at the the conferences is the Rams have a minus 22-point differential. Green Bay has a minus 16. The Falcons have a plus 10. Like, the Falcons wow. are better than what the record indicates. Like, they're right behind Dallas. And the, the Giants only have a 14-point net difference. So they're winning a lot of close games, just like the Cowboys. If Atlanta can turn those L's into W's, they'll pass them up. And I'm not just saying that as a homer. I just don't think the Packers are that good. Like I, mm-hmm. I could see a world that they don't make the playoffs just because either Rodgers is going to get beat up too much or he's going to force it too much just because. And I think the way for them to win is to run the ball. They got two really good running backs. I don't understand why they don't run more. Yes, you have Aaron Rodgers. Don't have the weapons yep. for him anymore because you yep. took that money. that You had to trade Devontae Adams. So I just, in, in my opinion, I don't think they make the playoffs, but we'll see. Yeah, and I think I just love the irony of it all. Like this, 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 this guy. I don't want to say this dude. This, this motherfucker. Like took all this money, two hundred fifty million dollars, and go complain to me. I ain't got no receivers, dog. You took all the money. What are we supposed to do? Like, what, what, what do you expect uh, them as me as the team to do? 
to get you yeah. a receiver. Like you said, they have two good running backs who they're going to need to pay. Um, they have a, a defense that's good but underperforming. I don't know what that says about Matt LaFleur. I know he's an offensive guy, but this defense has stars, and it should be playing a lot better. But, I mean, give them 27 points to the Jets should not. I mean, their offense is just dink and dunk. Like, it shouldn't be that hard to kind of stop them. But you don't complain about receivers, and you sign this huge deal so we can't sign anybody? I just don't get it. I, I think that's another selfish move by a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers shifting the blame to everyone else but himself. And I see a world where I think you're right. Where they, I hope they don't make the playoffs. Yes, I said it. I'm just, I hope he has to sit at home for once and not say, oh, I made the playoffs every year regardless because I'm that good. No, dude, like you're not doing anything to help even these young receivers to make it work. He's not, in my opinion, from what I've seen, the body language and everything else, he's not even trying. He's like, oh, he didn't run the right route and I missed him. Going to the sidelines, coach, this guy sucks. I'm sitting down. That's not how you run a football team. That's that's there's, there's no leadership there. Yes, Aaron Rodgers, been very good. You're a Hall of Famer. We get it. But man, dude, you can make it a lot easier on everybody if you would put some more effort into growing these players. We know they're not the best group of wide receivers in the world, but try to make it work a little bit more. And maybe the rest of the front office will be like, you know what? This guy's trying. Let's actually get him some help. You know, going this route or just being pouty about it before you get some help in the in the locker room is is not my style. But that's nah, not it. <laughs> Man, it's not the move. D- these last two teams, it's it's kind of melancholy, you know, because um, they're on their way out. It's crazy to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been around so long. This has got to be Brady's last year. Oh yeah, he so just comes back for some un- unspinno reason next year. I maybe this is Rogers last year. Yeah, like what? What's left for them to prove? They're both Hall of Famers. Tom Brady is the greatest ever. Rogers is one of the best ever. Um, where you want to rank them? That's for people to decide. I don't care. He's probably not in my top five, but he's close. Yeah. But um, it's just kind of kind of sad. Kind of yeah. childhood is Brady and Rogers, and now you know you got the new wave of guys, but. I don't think no one's going to be on that level. Maybe Mahomes, but we'll see if he can get over the hump. He could be the new Aaron Rodgers. He gets his first Super Bowl early and then and that's never it. It back or never wins another one, you know? Yeah, and I think uh, I maybe just devil's advocate, put a tinfoil hat on, whatever. With Brady, I mean, let's say this divorce really goes through, man. He may come back. What else are you going to do? Bro, like I hate to say it like that. I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) He's gonna be in that big old house, you know. You know, the family's gone, and I never, I never wished, you know, broken families or anything. That's terrible. But like, he's gonna be like, well, I guess I just keep playing football. I don't think it'd be a good look for him. I think it would just kind of his overall image. I think it'd be even a lot worse. And I don't think the Tampa Bay Bucks gonna get any better anytime soon. That whole team is getting old. Um, but just just devil's advocate, he may come back next year when he figures out in that offseason. It's quiet, it's quiet, it's quiet at home. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, all right, enough, enough of the losers. Yeah, <laughs> podcast where winners here it means they are winners in life. That's Let's right, talk about the for real teams. We're gonna go ahead and talk about the team that is still the only undefeated team in the nfl reigning philadelphia football eagles fly eagles fly so much i won 50 dollars off of a loser cowboys fan (laughs) i was like you know what i'll take the points i'll take all that 
The Eagles beat the Cowboys. Cooper Rush. They made it a game towards the end, but that was just kind of the Eagles laying up off the the foot off the gas. They need to stop doing that. The second best are the best team in the NFL. They will be nine and one or ten and zero. You know, I'm gonna let you have your shine, but I said at the beginning of the year the Eagles are for real. Jalen Hurts. Maybe the best quarterback out of that draft. That's just hilarious. But him and Herbert. <laughs> um, but I'll let you have your say on your team, man. Go ahead. Oh, man. I loved it. I loved every minute of watching that game, especially the lead we got out to so early. It was so obvious from the jump that we were the better team. The amount of pressure we put on Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush had a quarterback rating of 32. We, made, we brought that man all the way back down to earth. Oh, my God, Cooper Rush could be the next quarterback. Oh, he can do that. Nah, bro. Nah, sit down with all that. Um, He didn't get, uh, I believe, I don't think we sacked him actually once. We did not sack him, but we were in his face the entire time. A lot of QB hurries, a lot of pressures. What I'm really loving, too, is just our offense looks. Nick Sirianni, by letting, you know, by give, letting go of the reins of this play calling, has just unlocked the ability to spread this ball around. It looks so beautiful when... Jalen Hurts is moving out the pocket with these RPOs we're doing. A.J. Brown had five catches. Devontae Smith had five catches. He spreads the ball around and makes it look good. In our rushing attack, I mean, Jalen Hurts ran for about 30 yards, you know, modest. Miles Sanders had 71. Gainwell, 25. Like, And we had, I think, with Miles Sanders had 18 carries. Jalen Hurts had nine carries. It's just so balanced, and it's so hard to stop. And I just love watching the Cowboys flounder. As they had no idea how to stop. I loved watching it. I'm not gonna lie. Like they had no idea what, what to do to stop the offense. Um, and I think that's what ended up ended up letting us win. And the fact that we went up by so much so so early. At the end of the second half, it was tw- in the first half, it was twenty to three. We were about seventeen points. Now I do it does bother me a little bit that we keep letting teams kind of get back in it a little bit in the second half. But at this point, I think it's our identity. It's been happening so long that I think our strategy is to go up by a lot and then we let our pass rush and just play base defense. And so you got to march all the way down the field every time and then scoring us in the red zone and you're going to run out of time doing that because our lead is too big. Yeah. I don't like that strategy really, but so far it's worked because no one's beat us. So I can't say it's a bad one. <laughs> I can't say it's a bad one for now. No. And I agree with you looking at their schedule. Um, yeah, we're probably going to be, I, I say, I say 10 and 0 here. Um, I, I don't see, I, I don't see anyone, especially between Pittsburgh, Houston, Washington, Indy, like, no, I, I don't see any of those teams beating us. Um, P- Pittsburgh will probably be one may depends on what your and if he's still going to start, I think it's going to come back from concussion protocol. I don't know, but I still think we're a better team than that. And yeah, when the calls said and done come week 11 or 12, we're gonna be looking really pretty when the playoff spots come. Uh, oh, it's, it's just so nice to see Gardner Johnson had two picks. Uh, I'm, I'm loving him, dude. Oh my god, I lo- I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm loving him, dude. I'm so glad we got him. He is so gator. He he's good. Yeah, he's a gator. Proud. I root for him every time. Uh, he he's proven that was the be- dumbest trade ever. Dumbest yeah. trade. I don't know. I don't know why the Saints got rid of him. I don't know if they fell out of favor with him. That dude is a dog. And I'm not just saying that because he's another one out of. DB land over there in Florida, but man, that dude, he I saw is. two picks. I mean, he's a ball hawk. He's a great defender, though, too. He's not, he's not one of them Trayvon Diggs guys who just goes after the ball. He'll, mm-hmm. he'll play lockdown on you, which is why it's kind of weird that people still throw his way, too. Yeah, I don't, I 
I don't get it. Like I was like, man, this dude, especially when I think his second one was that we scooped off the ground. I was like, man, this yeah. dude's got hands. He's got, he's got yeah. hands. I would not throw in his direction. So I don't see any holes in our team right now. Um, still, you know, with that said, we go as far as Jalen goes. So far, most of these games, he's looked very comfortable, not confused. As teams get teams get a little bit more tape on the Eagles, we may see maybe struggle once or twice. To be honest, I don't want to go undefeated in the regular season. I don't want that yeah. kind of pressure on the team. <laughs> I don't want us to be 15 and 0 and be like, oh God, did this see this is just setting up for failure. So I don't want that. But I'll go to uh, they'll, sli- they'll slip up for sure. No <laughs> one's gonna it's too hard to go undefeated with 17 games. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'll, I'll get off my, my high horse here as the only undefeated team still. The reigning, defending, undefeated team of the regular season, (laughs) (laughs) the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, But we have to go to who arguably is the best team in football, the Josh Allen Bills. Uh, Man, I mean, that was a great game against the Chiefs, much lower scoring than I'm sure people expected. Uh, But what I mean, what else can we say about Josh Allen, Teddy? What what else? What else can we say? (laughs) He's the best over player on the planet right now. He's the best player on the planet right now. I don't care what anyone says. He's the best player by far. He probably should win the MVP unless yeah. they give it to Hurts. Um, just unbelievable, um, unbelievable game. You know, it wasn't the shootout everyone wanted, but I think this is what we needed. It was like a kind of a defensive struggle. Um, it kind of showed that the Chiefs, and I guess we can talk about them at the same time, mm-hmm. that – I just the Chiefs are good. They're not great. I think the yeah. Bills. I think the Bills are better. I think the Eagles are better. I mean, they may be the third best team, but I don't see them beating the Bills if it's at Buffalo. Ooh, no. Um, and they and snow the game. You know what I'm saying? I and just don't snow? see that happening. Mm-mm. In the snow, no sir. Um, but <laughs> the Bills showed. You uh, Gabe Davis went off again against the Chiefs. He's got their number. Dawson uh Dawson Knox had a good game. Uh their problem is who's who's they gonna give the ball to? Like obviously Zach Moss ain't the answer. Single Terry's okay. He's not every down back. James yeah. Cook kind of broke out a little bit. So maybe, you know, there's rumblings they get McCaffrey. Whoop de doo, the dude can't stay healthy. Like what 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 <laughs> makes you think he's gonna stay healthy trading for him? Mm-hmm. Good I think after Cam Akers, but I don't know if they're willing to give up anything. I don't know. I still think they're the best team in football. Eagles right behind them. Um, they proved it this week. Um, so I mean, yeah, well, we'll, go, go yeah, well, I'm, I'm all on the Bills. I think the Bills are the best team. I think they're going to the Super Bowl. If it's them or the Eagles, I'll be happy either way. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen is—he's risen to to that level. He he's becoming that dude, and him versus Mahomes is going to be the the rivalry for the next you know whatever ten years, fifteen years, whatever you want to want to call it. Um, and I'm glad to see it, you know, getting closer. Right, that gap is shrinking. Mahomes had Josh Allen's number early on, but um, Josh Allen is you know proving that he can still hang with them. He's not going to let him go up by more than one or two wins at a time as they play each other, which is what we want. I want to see a rivalry. I don't want to see domination by one side or the other. I don't want to see the Brady Peyton Manning era again, where every time the playoffs came, Manning just lost and it became boring because you knew what was going to happen. So um, I can't wait to see these two teams meet again because I'm I'm thinking it'll happen. Hopefully the seeding falls that way. Um, and yeah, if it's in Buffalo. Oh, good luck. <laughs> good luck to the Kansas City Chiefs because uh, right now it looks like the Bills pretty much have their number. And then the last team we think is for real, 
as much as I hate to admit it, um, that guy in Minnesota, that quarterback, Unbelievable. Goes, by, goes by the name of Captain Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins, <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings, sitting at what, 5-1 and one now, leading the NFC North. Um, still couldn't, you know, couldn't beat the Eagles on primetime, it's just saying. But uh, yes, he is winning his usual regular season noon and three o'clock game. So I'll give him credit for that. Uh, I think they're a solid football team. Uh, they just go as far as Kurt goes, man. If Kurt doesn't choke, this team, this team would be great. This team would have already made like an NFC championship at this point if Kurt Cousins yeah. could play when the sun goes down. <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty much all it is. That's all it is at this point. Uh, any other like thoughts on the Vikings? I think I think that's what they are. That's just literally what they are. I mean, they're winning close games. Um, Justin Jefferson's coming around. Dalvin Cook's a question mark. Dude's hurt again. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I just think they're the best team in that. You know, in that division, they're right now their second best team in the conference. Uh, will it stay that way? I don't know. Conference is weak. They're probably the second or third best team in that conference. Um, they're better. They're bet. They're a better five and one team than the Giants. I don't know what that's saying, but I mean, I'll take the the Vikings. You know, um, mm-hmm. over them. They have the the third best. Uh, you know, point differential. The Eagles are crushing everyone. By the way, they're fifty six yeah, point 56. differential. Insane. Oh, excuse me. Um. I mean, I liked them. I liked them at the beginning of the year. Uh, it's just they go as far as Kirk Cousins is going to take them, which <laughs> see, no one can put. You can't wrap your arms around Kirk Cousins, man. It's just you just don't know what you're going to get. I know what I'm getting when the sun goes down. I'm never betting on Kirk. Yeah, I'm never betting on Kirk Cousins after three twenty-five Eastern time. <laughs> game starts after that. No. He's, I don't. I don't Meantime, think he's, gonna go. he's a goat. Past that, he's a woke. Yep. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, next week's slate of games. We were looking here. We didn't see a lot, you know, that we liked. Maybe, like I said, Seattle, Los Angeles Chargers is one I'm curious about because Geno Smith has been playing pretty well for the most part recently. Um, yeah. and the Chargers put up 19 points against the Broncos. And there, I can't believe her. How is Herbert gonna throw for like 74 yards? Did you see that little boosted stat that, uh, what was it? Uh, DraftKings had. No, boosted Herbert to score a touchdown to plus one hundred from minus eight hundred. Wow! And he's never in his NFL career not thrown a touchdown as a starter, and he didn't throw one. Tell me wow. that that's fishy. I don't care what he wants to. That's fishy. <laughs> Vegas knew something to plus a hundred because I guarantee you people put a hundred bucks on it to win a hundred a uh, hundred and ten dollars or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. like. No way that you're gonna boost it that big and then not hit. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's a sucker bet. Vegas was like, but, of course he's gonna score a touchdown. Our people think we're thinking he was, and Vegas had maybe Vegas knew something. Vegas was talking to someone on the sidelines, just for saying. Sure. And I agree with you. I think that's a good game. I think you have a loser leaves town match in the Texans and Raiders. I think Ooh. whoever loses that game is clearly out of the playoffs. You got a one and four Raiders, the one three and one Texans. In Las Vegas, um, they're just bad. But, I mean, they're definitely no out. Way. You know? I guess the Colts and Titans are a good game. Uh, the Titans beat oh, them two yeah. weeks ago. Kind of really weird that they played 
two times in like three weeks. That's weird. It's, it's <laughs> it get I guess the way. that's a good one. Um, the Thursday night game is awful again. Oh uh, God, yeah. But they got. I mean, I'm Cardinals. I yeah, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, Robbie Anderson's now a Cardinal. I don't know if that. I mean, something. I mean, do you start talking about firing Cliff Kingsbury if they lose? Oh. To, I guess Andy Dalton's yeah. playing. I don't know if Jameis is going to be ready. I would have been fired Cliff Kingsbury to be honest. I hate to say it, he had a losing record at Oklahoma, man. He had a losing record going into the NFL in, from college. Like, I can't believe he got he got fired at Texas Tech and then like upgraded. Like he failed into. A better yeah, like job. Not, not, I don't know what's really, really Yeah, I'm at Tech. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's I, – I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand how he's even in this position because he, he wants to be so bad, Sean McVay, and make his team yeah. a bunch of stars with a big personality and a bunch of cool kids and that he can control and make this team, you know, awesome. But it's not working. Kyler Murray obviously is butted heads with them all the time. Um, and, you know, the offense just hasn't worked the way that – it should be for someone who's opposing an offensive genius and Kyler Murray, I still think is a good quarterback. Um, it can take over games, especially with his legs, but it's not being leveraged. I think the way it should, the way Cliff Kingsbury is calling plays. So he's, I I don't think he's getting, he's not maximizing Kyler Murray. Exactly. I'm not saying Kyler Murray is a world beater, but it's just kind of, I mean, he can get you a playoff in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, over point. the last year or so, so I, I mean, maybe you gotta have fresh blood if that's your franchise quarterback. Yeah, you paid him, so but the money talks like he's gonna be here, Cliff. I mean, we may need someone else to extract the best out of our <laughs> our investment over here in Kyler Murray, and Kyler knows he has right. leverage now, so he's gonna make his voice known. He already did when he was saying he was gonna leave, you know, before he got this extension. So he's not afraid to speak up a little bit. Um, no, and then Sunday night you got the Steelers and Dolphins. Gross, because it's probably oh. gonna be Trubisky and Goatwater. Oh gosh! And then Monday night you got the Bears and the Patriots. Oh, you, you know how boring that game is gonna Steelers. be. This is gonna. I mean, well, it could be Zappy's coming out party, and then oh, you have to talk of if they beat if they if he wins three in a row, do you bring Matt Jones back? You know, then you have a controversy. Oh, here we go. Exactly, exactly a better quarterback than Matt Jones. You know, I don't know. I don't watch enough Patriots games because I don't really care about them now that they're not <laughs> Brady. So, um, who knows? But those are just two kind of gross Sunday night games. To choose the Niners, the three twenty-five is not terrible. It would be better if Lance was playing. Uh, Jimmy is just whatever, I guess, at this point. Yeah, you know what you're gonna get with Jimmy, Jimmy G. You know, right. Saying, the Chiefs bounce back, and I think they handle them pretty well. I mean, if the Falcons can beat them by 14, I think the Chiefs beat them by 20. Right. I, I think they're kind of in a – they're falling right now because they know what they have in Jimmy G. There's no excitement anymore. I mean, they've seen this offense for a long time now. And the fact the 49ers have, like, 39 starters out or something, they're just banged up like they always are, it seems like, in during the year. Um, so not only that, Jimmy really has no one to throw to. Uh, which is not helping at all, not helping the run game. So yeah, they're kind of kind of washed out a little bit, I'd say. Other than that, not too interested in any of the other games probably coming up this week. Um, but it's still going to be a good NFL weekend because you never know what to expect. Someone's going to get upset. I guarantee that. There's always going to be one. <laughs> Someone's yep. going to. Three of the five somewhere. best teams are on bias. So that's another reason why it's probably lackluster. You got no Eagles, you got no Vikings, you got no Bills. 
Yeah. The Rams are off too, but who cares? Because they quit on the Blackers, <laughs> so fuck them. Yeah, I agree. Fuck them. That, whatever. <laughs> Damn you, Sean McVay. <laughs> oh, all, those, all those fantasy owners out there, Malden. <laughs> just is <Yeah>. mad. <laughs> Oh, man, I hate to see it. But that's our review and preview, review of week six and preview of week seven. Um, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Teddy, any last thoughts you got for the people? Go Stros. Game starts uh, relatively soon. Um, I'm excited. Astros in five. Uh, I think the Yankees get one. Not going to be the night traveling after game five. Um, NBA starts up. The Rockets are going to be terrible, but they're going to be fun to watch. Yep. Um, my sleeper team is the Pistons. Pistons will make the playoffs. Ooh. That's my prediction. Sadiq Bay, K. Cunningham, Killian Hayes, G's. Um, that I mean, I'm ready to go. Uh, Friday, maybe Friday, Thursday or Friday. Uh, look out! I'm gonna review first episode of college football. Uh, we Uh-oh. need to get back into a little variety of sports over here. Um, a lot to talk about. Crazy slate. Um, who's the best team? Who's the Heisman front runner? All that stuff. So I'm jazzed to talk about that now that I have some free time. Um, other than that, man, everyone stay healthy, stay happy out there, uh, do good, make good choices, all that kind of stuff, man. Yeah, I'm piggyback off of that. Did the same thing. Um, Astros go win the series. I'm so glad it's the Yankees so we could beat them because fuck the Yankees. Uh, <laughs> and your payroll, <laughs> all that money over there. Uh, yeah, so I think Astros going to win that. Um, yeah, I'm looking looking forward to the episode, y'all. We got some college football for y'all too. We're gonna start spreading it out with some of these sports. Maybe a little baseball coming up now. It's the postseason. We're gonna jump on that, especially if the Astros make the. I'll say win. The Astros make the World Series. Win, right? Yes. So with that, we're going to wrap it up. This has been an episode of the Take the Shot podcast. We will catch y'all next time with a little more action. Peace out.